Hey, Kyle here. In today's local business spotlight interview, I get the privilege of sitting down with Jeff and Beth Paul of In It Together RN. So Jeff and Beth, why don't you go ahead and just introduce yourself, help people who are going to watch this interview get to know you a little bit. My name's Jeff. I'm this lovely lady's husband. Uh, I come from automotive and commercial and had the privilege of meeting my wonderful wife, nurse, and our clinical director uh, 13 years ago. We got married. Uh, she's been doing nursing since right out of college. And at one point in time, uh, as her business grew, I went, stepped aside from what I, my career was and started working with her and helping her develop the business side of things. So I'm Beth and In It Together has been around in its current form as a nursing pool since 2016. Um, that's when we started hiring on nurses and just working to um, fill the needs in the community. So our goal as an agency is to help our clients to age in the location that they want and in the way that they want. So that encompasses a variety of services, but all of them are focused on helping people to deal with chronic health problems uh, while still enjoying the highest quality of life. Well, awesome. Well, let, let's, let's, let's get in the personal side for a minute. What do you guys like to do for fun? So I, <laughs> I, I rode motocross in high school. Uh, I was actually in the 96 X games for freestyle. Um, so, so didn't just dabble. I, I rode a bit for a bit and then had some pretty serious crashes and injuries, but I uh, was always into extreme sports. Uh, we mountain bike, we hike a lot. And uh, currently with COVID, you know, trying to remain distance and so forth, my tractors became my newest best friend. So I get to go out and, you know, work the property and move dirt around. Most of my hobbies involve trying to slow Peter Pan down, so that's why he hikes, because that's kind of slow and boring, but I like, so yeah, anything outdoors, um, he did drag me into mountain biking, and I'm starting to actually like that. Um, touched on it a little bit, you said, on some of the backstory, so, so help people uh, get a picture of how you go from kind of marketing and sales to just from a nurse to starting a business. Okay, so basically what happened was life kind of just forced me in a different direction. So um, our youngest was 11 months, 10 months old. And I had a position in a company in home health that was just not really working with my schedule right then. I just couldn't keep all the pieces going. Um, and so I was looking for something that provided more balance so that I could focus on the role of being a new mom and um, a stepmom and all of those things. And I kind of tripped into this concept of nurse delegation and nurse delegation is a niche service. It's actually widely used across Washington state, but most people have no idea what it is. Um, but it's the practice of having a registered nurse uh, delegate tasks. So train and supervise tasks to caregivers that then allows them to do something that normally would require a nurse to do. And it's a client-specific task, and so the caregiver is actually working under your nursing license. Um, and it happens in, I think we have several thousand adult family homes across Washington. Yeah, I believe the total number is 2,700-ish. So last time I heard, there were more than 250 nurse delegators contracted with Washington State providing this service. And so I fell into that. Um, and that definitely gave me a lot more flexibility to be able to manage the other things I had going on. And in the meantime, uh, Jeff 
had started his own business um, after getting laid off during the recession in 08. So we were just kind of figuring things out as we went along. And my business, the Equally, need... she had a couple of clients. So one of the services we provide is case management, mm. which is a lot different than care giving. Um, as a nurse, you know, a lot more skilled services, a lot more hands-on and a comprehensive knowledge of somebody's well-being, doctor's notes, things of that sort. And she had a couple of clients that she, doing it herself, was doing some case management for as an independent nurse. And so um, as we kind of moved forward and the economy was getting better and I, I was busy and he was busy and we had kids and a kid would get sick and we're like, wait, whose deadline do we push off? And so we started to throw around, wouldn't it be cool if we could find one business and both work mm. together? Um, and Jeff had the sales and marketing and business experience. I, I didn't. It was kind of, it's funny how bad I was at business when I actually started because nurses were not really usually wired to ask for money even. So, I mean, he would laugh at me because I'd call and try and explain what I charged for an assessment and apologize for charging people. And um, so I just learned step by step how to actually, I wasn't really uh, intending to be an entrepreneur. It just sort of came together mm -hmm. that way. Um, so when we decided to grow, we just started exploring different options and I was getting calls nonstop for more of the case management services and the delegation services. And it was just more than I could do. So that's where we started to realize, well, what if there was a way that we could hire other nurses and grow that way and continue to provide the service. So um, we formed, we got our nursing pool license and recontracted with the state under that license in October of 2016. And then as soon as we had, it was like the baseball quote, if you build it, they will come. Uh, as soon as we had the license, we just couldn't mm -hmm. stop growing because there are so many needs and the aging population is growing so fast. So. And our, our mission really has been profound too. Um, so our catchphrase is helping every client age the way they want in the location they want. Um, oftentimes in elder care, there's people have their like segments and they think that's the end all be all. Well, realistically, we're humans. So there's very, many, many variables in a person's, uh, you know, life experience, social boldness and so forth. Um, so there's not really a, a one vehicle fits all situation in elder care. Um, so we really support and encourage helping find that proper fit for clients. And then I think we just had the life experience also to be able to relate to the struggles our clients were going through. Uh, my grandma was diagnosed with dementia my freshman year of, or in my first year of nursing school. So um, I watched her and she had dementia for I think 13 years before she passed. And then my grandpa had physical health problems and he transitioned from being her caregiver and then um, living with us for a couple of years and through assisted living. And I ended up being his power of attorney for medical and financial before he passed away. Um, so the, just walking through that process, being on the receiving end, watching him go on hospice, all those kinds of things gave us a lot of empathy. So we had the clinical expertise, but also the understanding of that journey that people are on as they go through that end of life process. And so I think that really helped us to be able to work with our clients too. So where did the name come from then? 
So when I started the business, he told me someday you're going to want to grow this. So you have to give it a good name. And so um, I think based on a Facebook memory that popped up, I had come up with something similar to it, but it had a word like don't or not in it. And someone said, well, you shouldn't put negative words, even in a positive way in your business name. So I took that out and we just kind of came up with it, but mostly because he was already planning to grow the business. I just didn't know it. So. Well, and I, I, you know, um, if you know much about branding and marketing, just in general, not a specific person or anything, uh, catchphrases, it's Nike swoosh, McDonald's humps, you know, uh, sometimes people spend way too much time on branding and marketing and trying to make themselves stand out. Um, graphics getting really extreme where then it's not legible or anything. Um, I remember we we're just brainstorming names and I think the catchphrase in it together came out and I was like, well. And really it's the approach that we always took. I think mm -hmm. in healthcare, sometimes there's an us versus them. People feel like they have to navigate the system and they need to advocate for their loved ones. And so they come in ready to fight the hospitals and the doctors because it's such a big system. And that makes everyone just feel isolated and alone. And so we wanted the idea that when they were working with us, we were there to encompass their problem and be on that path with them, not go, okay, well, we're here to do this. Okay, bye. You figure it out. So we actually wanted to be in it together with them. So. Well, you guys are in this business together. So what's it been like working this as a, as a married couple and starting starting this business again both different backgrounds and experiences but coming together for this sole venture what's that been like you know i'm not gonna lie <laughs> it's had its bumps it's had its curves it's had its uh rocky roads um both beth and i are, are definitely strong personalities um and n you're never gonna always agree on everything Similar to the name, though, and that mission, our, we view our relationship that way, too, that in-it-together perspective. Um, we're religious people, and we really believe Bible principles help you to succeed. Um, so even when it's been rough and there's been maybe the not-so-much-together viewpoints, um, how do we, instead of blame the other, how do we work together? What, what is our end goal, and how do we get there together? I love it. That's, and that's sometimes so she has to discipline me and I get out of <laughs> <laughs> um, Well, and you know, it's funny because I think it's one of those things where you think you have a really solid marriage and then you kind of pull it up and go, hey, let's run a business together. And you find the cracks. But then kind of like, you know, if you're repairing a foundation, you're like, oh, look, we found this. Okay. But then you end up with a stronger relationship. Mm. So long term, you know, there's still days where I'm like, yeah, I'm going for coffee now. Goodbye. But most of the time. It's good. Well, that was a great analogy, and it's such a beautiful thing just to watch you guys bounce back and forth between each other as you, as you share different responses. And so we're we're trying to navigate this together this season in terms of figuring out how to do business in the midst of COVID. So how has how has COVID affected you guys in your business? So yeah, I think early on was the most stressful for us uh, because. Quickly, it became obvious that the long-term care facilities that we worked with were the most vulnerable, that those were the residents who were most likely to have poor outcomes from COVID. Um, so 
We uh, transitioned to doing mostly virtual visits early on, but that process, there wasn't anything clearly laid out at first. The state wasn't even sure what to do with that. Uh, reimbursement wasn't clear, whether that was allowed on Zoom, what was legal, what wasn't. So this, this kind of process of figuring out, well, how do we do this safely? Yeah, my biggest concern early on was that one of our nurses would carry the virus from home to home to home is we know that statistically that's how the long-term care facilities were getting infected was either outside vendors or staff that were interacting and were potentially asymptomatic or presymptomatic and then bringing it in. Um, so we've been really fortunate. We've had no staff, people affected, nothing linked back thus far. Obviously we have to get through this winter, so we'll see. Um, and I, my team of nurses is just phenomenal. I have, um, nurses that have a lot of experience and they've been really uh, cooperative and appreciative and work together and adapted to assessing people by Zoom and willing to go into the homes when necessary. Um, so yeah, it's, it's gone really well. So my background with painting and commercial painting and stuff, I had resources outside of healthcare that there was options for PPE, N95s, gloves, things like that. So, you know, uh, we didn't hoard them, but we definitely went out and got what we could very early on and just kind of try to keep our inventory full for that just to keep our staff safe and so forth. And that was a challenge and that those aren't equipment. Normally, of course, we use gloves, but that's the basic PPE that we use all the time. Um, all the other things weren't calculated into our budget for 2020. So that's a huge, like at the end of the year, we're gonna be like, oh, wow, yeah, that wasn't, because PPE is very expensive. So that, that's been hard. And then I think it's been frustrating to my team to see this issue become politicized and see the change. As nurses, we really go back and fall on the science and go, well, what's the best protocol? We don't want anyone to be overly fearful, but we do want to follow, you know, good, wise, basic public health practices. And so seeing that be such a phase of debate and it, it, that's, that's hard on nurses. It, it used to be that there was a little bit more, oh, the nurse says this is good, we should do that. And now that's just not the case. So I think that's been a struggle for 2020, but you know. So I'm hearing there's been a little bit of a, a financial hit in terms of having to purchase all this new material and supplies. And there's also been a level of frustration what else are you like learning and navigating in this season? What are, what are some, whether it's personal, as you have tried to kind of cope with the realities of, of culture and COVID, uh, what are you learning and or what, uh, what are you learning as you're trying to lead a business through this? I don't come from a policy and protocol background at all. Mm -hmm. um, I did um, safety measures and some OSHA things in commercial and automotive painting. Obviously you're talking about hazmat materials and stuff, but that was very defined. So I helped implement policies. I didn't write them. So being, a, being involved in that kind of stuff has definitely been a hurdle. Um, I'd say the other night, I, uh, I literally, we were watching the sunset and with our son and enjoying dinner and I miss people. <laughs> I, I was like, I love to hug you too, but it'd be nice <laughs> to hug somebody else. But again, that wise choice, you know, um, I was like, I look forward to being able to have a barbecue and having friends over and getting the smoker going and doing a pig or something. <laughs> and just the need to communicate with your team, keep your team on board. You know, the, the skills that people are having, it's one thing to have a conversation on Zoom. That's enough of an assessment or enough of an adjustment. But 
we're asking our nurses to assess people's skin over Zoom, mm -hmm. to assess their breathing over Zoom, to figure out an entirely new way to practice their, their art. Mm -hmm. And um, so that's a lot and you have to really analyze and weigh out. And then um, the opportunities and the, we've seen a constant shift. So for a while our admissions dropped because people weren't moving because they thought this was gonna pass. They're like, oh, we'll just wait. And then as it became clear that it was more of a long-term thing, our admissions went crazy. Um, and then we've done some COVID testing and we've had other needs come up because people don't really want to go into the doctor. So there's more gaps that we're trying to fill. So um, I think we're kind of at this point where we, we don't plan too far ahead. And we're like, okay, what will we just try to take that week's challenges and make sure our clients' needs are met and go from there. Yep, yep. And it's uh, one of our things that we look at the healthcare system as, as really broken as it is and, and confusing and so forth. Um, we attempt to be the epoxy. Um, so nurses can provide a high level of skilled service with doctor's orders and so forth. You find the, a doctor that is compassionate and cares about clients' needs and isn't so tied to insurance and Medicare and, and all that kind of stuff but there's more customer service based and client care needs. Um, so what does that mean? When we get a call for somebody, how do we help with that? What, what can we do? Um, rather than, Oh, sorry, your insurance won't cover that. You know, it's what are our options? How do we implement that? Hmm. So there's a constant change and you know, it, it's not the same project and product, you know, that's good. That's good. I, th I think that's so, that's so helpful to communicate and for people to hear from those who are, who are working in the, just the healthcare profession of some of the difficulties, some of the change, and even just, again, I think as humans, we, we want to know stuff, we want to know it, and we want to be able to plan and control. And even for you guys, just trying to provide that level of care and stability, maybe for, for others, that's that you're in some, some flux. Yeah, yourselves as you're as you're trying to navigate this so with that said what would you like the community to know about your business i'd say you know we're committed to our mission and that includes our team and so forth so safety well-being uh early on in the pandemic situation there was a major concern for ppe for adult family homes so we started a project with um, a caring closet which is a nonprofit, local nonprofit that provides durable medical equipment uh, we had a great privilege. It ended up being in the Columbian on the front page. And it was, um, it was Beth and I's brainchild that we were like, you know what? Adult family homes are small. They, they provide care for six residents. And just in Clark County alone, we have over 300 adult family homes. That's 1,800 individuals that are needing care that their caregivers may not have a mask, gloves. Um, so we reached out to some vendors. Um, we, we fronted money. We did it on a donation basis, partnered with Caring Closet, allowed homes that way it wasn't a cost issue, you know, as well-being. Um, and so that, that's, that's in it together's commitment to the community. Um, going forward projects. I think the, I, the biggest thing people need to know is um, our services sometimes are like, well, do I need a nurse, do I not? We offer a free one hour consultation and I'm not super careful about counting my hour and we'll do those by Zoom right now. And that's, we're willing to do those for people even if they don't think they need our services uh, because we recognize that navigating 
the long-term care options is so overwhelming and confusing. Mm -hmm. So if people are kind of looking at this situation where they're like, I don't know what to do next, but I know I have this or this issue, um, we can, we're happy to be a first call and whether we can figure out, do they need that or do they just want a couple of numbers for some great in-home care agencies, of which we have a lot. Um, so we're happy to, if they just want to reach out, then we'll try and help sort. That's really what nurses, our nurses really, they, they shine at that care planning and assessment piece. So nurses are kind of uh, jack of all trades in the healthcare universe. So we don't know as much about the lungs as a respiratory therapist, but we know something. Uh, likewise, we don't know as much about as an occupational therapist about reducing pressure to prevent sores, but we know a lot. Um, so we can really help them put together that picture of who they need on their team and how to move forward. Equally with that, even from a legal standpoint with the elder care and so forth um, and their wills and so forth like that, uh, we've had the privilege and opportunity to really get to know different attorneys and stuff. Mm -hmm. And uh, we don't run on any kind of referral, kickback, back-end thing. Um, we're very committed to vetting anybody that we would refer and their integrity and so forth. Um, and we don't get any kind of referral fees from anybody we do. So if somebody needed an attorney referral, I'm going to give them two or three numbers that I know at a personal level. Um, and there's no kickback financially to me that, you know, it's just commitment, knowing people that have high ethics. You guys are doing a lot of stuff to serve the community. So if people want to find you guys, where can they find you? How can they get a hold of you? So uh, what would the acronym be for In It Together RN? I-I-T-R-N. So www.iitrn.org. We are on Facebook and we actually do have a Facebook or a, excuse me, a YouTube channel. Um, that we've done, ironically, this year, uh, a video about the cold, and right, right. including the rhino and coronavirus, not COVID-19. Right. Kind of like a Camry, there's different years and models. Yes. But, the, <laughs> um, but yeah, we actually did a video on the common cold and does the cold cause the common cold and things like that. Um, and then just other things on the YouTube channel. And then we do have a blog as well. We just kicked off our YouTube channel and we had just, these great goals and then this COVID thing. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but it's worth checking out. We also have some playlists on our YouTube channel that have our other videos that I've kind of started putting together for people that are resources and, and good information for aging and health related issues. Um, and then we're, we're located in downtown Vancouver, 2912 Main Street. Suite number four, uh, right by the Arts High School in Dairy Queen, right off of Main and 30th. And then our phone number would be 360-989-4393. Awesome. It, is, it has been so good sitting down with you both. And so I just, I got a ton of notes about stuff that you guys are both doing, just how you're navigating this season. And so as always, from the Hazeldale Salmon Creek Business Association. I want to encourage people to support local, support Van Watt. Thanks for sitting down with me today, Jeff and Beth. Thank you. Appreciate you having us.